What's going on, guys? Welcome here to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and here we are continuing our recaps of Survivor Michigan. And uh, we're going to recap episode eight here. And uh, it was it was pretty crazy, pretty wild. And joined with me here, as always, to recap these episodes, Dustin King. That may have been the best Pop-Tart I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> Pop-Tart sponsor us. Yeah, Dustin, he had to wake himself up. He had a little too much fun last night, so he had to, had to wake him up a little bit. All right. So, um, let's get into this episode here. So, it was Jack that got voted out last episode. And we see Matthew. Matthew has this uh, confessional where he's going through his phone. He's like, oh, let me call Ben real quick. Oh, wait. He's got voted out. Let me call Aliza. Oh, wait. She got voted out. Uh, Jack, wait, he's got, wait, is everybody vote? wait, I'm, am I the last returning player left in this game? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yeah, but he sucks. <laughs> well, this is what I want to say. He's like, he said he made himself a terrible I, player mm, so he could, convenient. people don't see him as a threat in this game. Convenient. That was my, my biggest question to you is like, did he purposely... Was he actively trying to make himself a terrible player? I mean, I'm, we can't really know, right? Um, but I will say it, it's just super convenient that he suddenly said that. Like He said nothing at the start of the game, but I can remember that that was going to be his plan. So I'm just going to leave it with convenient. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I think at this point in the game, he has nowhere to run. Like, I think him laying low is not going to work at this point. I think he's going to have to step it up and actually play the game if he wants to stay in uh, for the long haul. Uh, I, I really don't know what he can do at this point. Um, like the only threat, threatening thing about him is he's a returning player. But even then, he's done nothing this whole game. Uh, he, you know, at least likes to pretend that he can think strategically. I mean, I've seen nothing to really give me that kind of. Well, maybe so. You know, this season. Um, maybe he did in the first season, but I haven't watched that one. So, plus. Even if he did in the first season, is not translating well to this season. So, uh, I'm—I don't know. I'm just kind of like you're—you're you're just a bunch of talk, Matthew. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more later on about his his strategy in the game and what his thinking is. Uh, so, uh, Nate, Nate was like. Oh, I can't believe I outdid Jack. And he was so happy because he said, Oh, Jack so wanted to play this game. And uh, and I, I beat Jack. I outlasted Jack in this game. So He didn't... Mm, mm, I mean, sure, he outlasted Jack, but he acts like he, he was the mastermind behind all of it or something, and he wasn't. So please stop. 
you aren't. I mean, get it. I get it. Be happy, but don't try and paint it like, like you somehow convinced everybody to vote Jack out instead of you. Well, then, then we get to Megan. Poor old Megan, who's, you know, it was just her and Jack the whole time, and and and. and She's crying because Jack left, and now she feels like she's the only one left because Kate and or Katie and Nate they're just left them for Toki Doki, and so she's felt like she's all alone. She's all by herself now. So, Team Megan <laughs> pulling for the underdog. Shannon, we see confessionals from her where she's tore up about having to lie to Megan and Jack. Well, then don't do it if you're... Stick to your guns. That's how you make moves in this game. That's how you get jury votes. Well, she... Um, yeah, she's tore up about it, but she still made the move at the end of the day to vote for Jack and get him out. So, and she... They all kept Toki Doki strong, so... Mm. Um, I mean, I think getting rid of Jack was the proper move, but... Uh, uh, all you end up making yourself look like is if you did not want to really do it is that you're just being controlled by the stronger players so i don't you know i don't think it was the best move for her apparently and then we see katie was talking to dale and was like well I, you know i feel bad because he so wanted to play in this game and then we see jackson calling up dale and he's like are you serious? Are we the only two that wouldn't feel sorry if we <laughs> for voting out Jack? Because we could like cut him and have no remorse. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to really feel bad. So, uh, I think it is a bit over the top that they're crying about it, but that's those those are their feelings. Who am I to to be like to tell them that their feelings are wrong? <laughs> Cat, the same as last vote out. She has survivor guilt. It was uh, cat. I don't guilt. I don't know if I'd call it guilt. Um, I'm really starting to get annoyed with cat. Like last episode, was like, you know, there's no way she's gonna win, whatever. But they just keep showing it and showing it and showing it, and it's just starting to piss me off. Like, just quit already if you if you don't care. Please vote her out. But they're not going to. I wouldn't. But I really wish production just would cut out any of her uh, confessionals that just said anything like that. There's no point in showing her. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then we get to after because apparently right after the tribal council they had the immunity challenge. And right before the immunity challenge, they're all gathered around talking while, I guess, production's getting the challenge put together. And Dale's over there. He's happy. They finally got rid of old Tiggleman out of the game. And uh, so Dale, he's flossing, dancing, which I wouldn't know how to floss. I didn't know what uh, the floss was, personally. But, you know. Fortnite, though. <laughs> Well, that's why I don't know it, because I've never even played Fortnite before. But, um, yeah, so, D- Dale, I'm like, why would you do that, especially in front of Megan and all these other people that, you know, it's just, I, I mean, good for him. I, he he had a blind side. He was happy. 
He said, these hips don't lie and these hips wanted to floss, so I, who am I to deny his hips? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, I don't, there's, there's a balance, right? There's always a balance. Um, I think owning what you did is one thing, but um, you also have to manage your perception of other people or your per, the perception that people think Manage your perception. Manage the perception that other people have of you. Finally got it out. Um, so, uh, personally, I like I didn't have an issue with it, but I mean, like, I don't know. I think um, I can see pros and cons to doing it whatever like you do it straight out of the gate then it's like there's no doubt in anybody's mind maybe who was the one that orchestrated the whole move so it can't be given to somebody else but at the same time um megan may be a vote that you need later down the road so there's uh uh no need to rub salt in the wound that she's feeling right now so it's it's kind of like where's the line that kind of thing yeah, and he kind of knew it, too. He was like, dang, I could see the look on on Megan's face. Like, she definitely wasn't entertained by it, but... Um, so right after the challenge... or So right after Tribal was the challenge, and Ivy couldn't be there because she was sick. She couldn't even attend the last Tribal Council. And then Kat had to leave because... Because she just wanted to. Well, yeah, because she had to, like, wake up early in the morning... So she didn't want to have to, like, do her PTs with, like, two hours of sleep. So so she left. And and in her confessional, she also said, like, I don't even think, like, I had to be there because I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be here anyway. So why even compete? Because I'm going to be safe anyways. Which was like, ugh. I mean, she, she wasn't wrong. Yeah, she ain't lying. Like, she doesn't even have to show up to the challenge to you know have to worry about being safe or anything so. yeah it's annoying though um <laughs> like i get it um that like you know they they're obviously living their lives simultaneously while playing um and then sometimes things are more important than survivor if you're not just landlocked on an island or surrounded by ocean on an island or whatever um with that said, though, you don't have to just carry that attitude. Like, there, there, she could have been like, you know, I want to be here, but, you know, some things are just more important. Something like that, you know, make us feel a little bit more sympathetic for you or something. Yeah. Endear same. yourself to people, you know, possibly. Yeah, it's whatever. Sorry. All right, so we get to the immunity challenge. Without Ivy and Kat there, there's seven people, uh, competing in the challenge and so the challenge is basically uh basically like a just a memorized memorization challenge Mm -hmm. where they had they started out in this room and they had to power walk in the room or walk in the room because they're dealing like little tiny sheets of paper and um and then once they hit the hall they could run down a series of hallways to get to a seven by seven grid of shapes and different colors 
And so they had to look at it, memorize it, <clears throat> go back to the room, and uh, basically put together that same 7 by 7 grid. And the first one to do that wins the challenge. Yeah, it made me think of Kageon. I wanted to rewatch that challenge a little bit. The Where they had like six different stations they had to go to or something. Oh, uh, yeah, that was the one where they had to go. It was it a counting challenge where they had to go and count. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then put together like the combination or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it feels, I would, out of the challenges that we've seen so far, I'd probably rank this one like number one. This is probably the best one that they've done so far. So, uh, that I can remember. Oh, no, 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 no. I think probably my favorite is the, the, you only have so many legs or whatever challenge. Uh, yeah. That one. Um, and then probably this one. So, um, challenges have been really hit or miss. So I was glad to see a good one this episode. All right. So, um, straight out the gate, Cooper, he says, go. And then most everybody starts walking down and go, going down to look at the 7x7 seven seven grid. But uh, Dale stays behind and he's trying to organize his shapes, get them all flipped over. And Cooper, he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like let's see if that strategy pays off for him, Cotton. Like the uh, dodgeball reference had me laughing. The Channel Ocho. Nope. Where they had the commentators when they were doing the dodgeball thing. He's like, let's see if that strategy pays off for him, Cotton. Mm-hmm. That's what the, he was referencing was the dodgeball movie, which I was how funny is when I heard that. I'm sorry that, that I'm not <laughs> able to join you in your, in your enjoyment of that. So, immediately... Um, Do you think that was a good idea? What? Like him staying behind doing that. Well... Um, oh, for Dale. Um, I thought you were talking about Cooper. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem to pay off for him because... I mean, he was going to have to do it either way. Yeah, Nate uh, won the challenge, and he was ran out of there. Of course, Dale was kind of close. He was like one block off, which sucks. But, um, so, I don't know. It was either here or there, I think. I think it kind of evened out in the end for him so um what i thought was interesting was like anytime someone was like cooper check me he had that go pause and everybody i guess all the production people were like pause trying to yell to the people down the hallway and so then everybody had to pause while he checked their paper and then um so nate was the first one to get his checked and then dale uh, had to check his and he was incorrect and Dale was so sure he had it right he was like you know um, do I get a, like a recount if you uh, like looked at this wrong and then Cooper was like I didn't <laughs> I was like yeah Cooper too and then uh, yeah that was a little, little just a wee bit too cocky <laughs> on Dale's uh, end so Nate checks it again he's incorrect Dale checks it again incorrect and then finally, Nate checks it for a third time, and then Nate wins immunity. The puzzler, Nate, wins another puzzle challenge. Like, did, maybe, do you think they just cut out Cooper checking everybody else's? 
Maybe, maybe no one else. It's either no one else got to the point where they needed the check or Nate and Dale were like way ahead of everybody else. So. Good Lord. So Nate wins immunity. He's safe. And yeah, I kind of want Nate to go home. <laughs> he annoys me. And, and then we see, a, we get a confessional from uh, Jackson, who's supposed to be this challenge beast, who's going to win all the challenges. And, you know, he says, you know, this has got to be the biggest blind side because I know everybody at home's thinking this challenge. You know, there's some physicality. It's mental as well. Obviously, Jackson should have this in a bag. And yet here I am, <laughs> oh and 2 for these challenges. <laughs> Deserves it. I don't care what anybody says. And then he blames like the budget of the challenge, like you know, their lack of resources. If if we had, you know, where these pieces were velcroed or stickered, maybe I would have a chance in this challenge because every time, you know, I had to put the paper to cover them up because obviously there's cheaters trying to cheat off my paper. And then when I lifted it up, the paper would go scattering all over the place. So if we had stickers or velcro, I definitely would have won the challenge. <laughs> He makes a compelling argument. I'll give him that. <laughs> so, um, and here we start seeing where people are finally getting annoyed about Cat not really caring about the game. We see how Megan's like, she didn't even, you know, wanted to compete in the challenge. She didn't even show up to compete in the challenge. And then Dale's like, yeah, it's kind of aggravating how she doesn't even care and she's making it further in this game. So. People are getting annoyed about Cat. Just yeah, but I would just bring her to the end. Of, like, there's no reason to not. If everybody sees that and everybody's like, "Well, she doesn't," it's just at that point, I really wish, like, if that's the consensus that everybody has, I really, really wish that they would just stop showing Cat's confessionals. Just like give her a purple edit from here on out, please. There's no point in showing her. Yeah, and so. Um, this is where we see Megan. She's finally, it's the next day. She had time to calm down and collect her, her thoughts and everything. And she's like, all right, I gotta, you know, I'm still in this game. I know Jack, Camila, they're gone, but I'm still here and I've got to fight to stay in because I'm a huge target at this next tribal council. And so she goes to Dale. (laughs) She's a, she's a, I feel like I'm, I'm playing the game for Jack and Camille right now. Like, okay, calm down. <laughs> and then, so, um, she goes to Dale, and, and, um, so Dale tells her that, you know, Shannon, because Dale, or because Shannon and Megan are pretty close, and so to help save face with Shannon, he tells, uh, Megan, like, hey, uh, you know, Shannon was kind of advocating to make sure that you stayed in the game over Jack. And so he kind of helped Shannon out there. What did you think about that? Who was it that did that again? Dale. Dale did. Yeah, he was like, when he was talking with Megan, he was like, you know, Shannon did kind of advocate for you there. Uh, um, I don't have a particular feeling either way. Uh, I'm not really sure what Dale gets out of saying that, like, because I don't think Megan trusts Dale at all, especially, like, do you think he was doing it trying to do some kind of damage control or something? 
I don't. I think that like the show that he sided with Shannon uh, when voting out Jack over her. Well, I think in a way what he was trying to do is that he knows he's tight with Shannon, and he feels like, oh, if uh, Shannon, if Megan's still tight with Shannon, then maybe by proxy, you know, if I have Shannon, Shannon has Megan, then maybe we can all be together in a way. That's what I'm I'm thinking out of. Yeah. I, uh, maybe it'll work for him. I don't know. Like the more I see Dale play, the more I realize just how much of an asshole he is. I mean the signs were there from the very beginning and I probably actually did think that, but um the more he plays, the more annoying he's starting to become for me. Like, I kind of like, all right, dude, you ain't got to be a dick all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it feels like he, um, super condescending to people, uh, at least the majority of the time. Um, he thinks that, like, it feels like he thinks everybody's a pawn. So it's starting to get kind of annoying. Um, so... When he tells her about that, he says that, um, well, then Megan's like, well, who was the one that was trying to mastermind the whole deal? And then she was like, well, I know that it's you and Jackson running the show over there at Tokidoki. And then I was like, Megan, why would you say that to Dale that, that you think that he's running the show? Because, I mean, he has the right thinking here. He's like, oh, crap. Megan thinks that, I, that me and Jackson are running the show. That's not good for me because if she's going around telling everybody that Dale and Jackson are running on the show, that's going to put a lot of attention on me, and that's not good. So Yeah, but what's she got to lose at that point? Might as well lay all the cards on the table. Like, if you truly feel like you're going out at the next um, tribal council, might as well cause as much chaos as possible. You know, if you can put uh, the people that are, quote, in control on edge enough, I think um, enough craziness can happen where they're not thinking straight. Yeah, but if she wanted to work with Dale, then don't... I don't think she wanted to work with Dale, though. Then why was she talking with him then? I don't know, just cause chaos. She was talking to everybody, wasn't she? Yeah, I just, I don't agree with... Like saying that to his face because then that's just you, you're burning a bridge there that you might be able to work with later because I think after she said that it put with no doubt in Dale's mind like he might would have been willing to get rid of Katie over Megan at that point but then he's like oh well Megan thinks this we definitely have to get rid of her that's why he was so adamant about it but then eventually gives in later on. But. Yeah, but what what would he gain from keeping uh, Megan over Katie? Like, even if she didn't say that, what what does he gain? Katie has proven that she's loyal. Like, what has Megan done? Well, I mean, Megan, I don't know. Maybe Megan didn't have no, she was dead to rights with Dale anyway. So maybe saying that to his face wasn't going to change anything. But... I still, I think that because, I still don't think you should have said that to his face because Dale has a lot of control over other people. And, um. Not as much as he thought, I guess. 
Yeah, <laughs> not how things shake out, but... Um, so anyways, now we get to... We seen last time, Dale found the, the hidden immunity idol. And uh, so there was still this clue that Cat had floating around that everybody knows uh, about the hidden advantage. And so uh, it's 3 a.m., Jack Jackson's out and about, and he's like, you know what, I can't sleep, screw it, who needs sleep? I'm kind of trying to go out here and find this uh, hidden advantage. And so he's looking around, and sure enough, he finds it at this like creepy old tree that has like billions of birds in it. And uh, <laughs> they shit all over his coat. Which luckily he had that with him because... And he also had his hood on. Yeah, because it would have landed right there on him. And I, I was like, well, that's supposed to be good luck, right? What? Yeah. What says who? Says Boston Rob. Because he had an Instagram post just the other day saying how, like, man, I must have some good luck because he had some bird's crap on him. You didn't see that? No. I don't follow Boston Rob on Instagram. <laughs> Why I figured I, you would. Why would I follow Boston? I don't follow Boston Rob. You're his biggest fan. I, uh, I mean, I enjoy Boston Rob, but not enough to care about what goes on outside of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, he gets the clue or the second clue, and then um, he goes around. He's trying to find the third clue, and I thought it was funny when he was going around searching. So he finds the third clue. And he was like, well, here's a life lesson, folks. This color right here, it's not gray. It's white. And this, this isn't a spire. It, the spires are supposed to be pointy at top. This is rounded. And so he's like giving production crap about their crappy clues. And he was like, um, that's classic Jackson. You know, despite all these odds and these crappy clues, you know, I'm out here overcoming everything. That's all these setbacks. <laughs> Honestly, my mind kind of just glazed over during that whole part because <laughs> Jackson is not entertaining at all. Oh, man. I, nothing, mm. Every time he's on screen, I'm just like... Jackson, uh, to me, is the funniest one out of all of them. No. Uh, <laughs> no. You got you got freaking Danger, uh, Danger Dave. Wait, no. Dale. Dale. Danger Dale. <laughs> Who's Dave? I don't know. <laughs> you got Danger Dale and you think Jackson is the funniest? Get out of here. No. And then uh, he finds clue three, uh, which I, I was, it was kind of weird because he was, it was like at a base of a tree and he was like, oh, here's this little baggie. And I was like, what if that was like some drugs? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Like, what if a cop showed up? Yeah, and like and saw him like, picking up a baggie from a tree. So like, what are you? What are you doing? This must be a drop, drug drop, or something. <laughs> uh, sir, you're under arrest. Wait, no, no, I'm playing college survivor. That's what they always say. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> well, and so, this is where we cut to. Nate and Ivy, they're this hidden alliance that no one knows about. Rolling my eyes. It's a, it's a pretty crappy alliance. So they're meeting up she, she for the told, first time. She told that man. So, oh yeah, you're going to Final Five. That's it. But I'm going to Final Four. That is 
crazy to me. The audacity of you to be just straight up like, you know what? So I've got a Final Four. And uh, Nate's like, oh, yes, Final Four? Yeah, who we're going with? And then she's like, yeah, not you. I was like, what? (laughs) You going to just straight up tell this guy, like, you're going to make the Final Five, but not the Final Four, so... And, and and this is what I'm saying about how Ivy's just like it's like oh yeah I'm making final four easy but you know I mean, if she makes final four she's not getting votes. I'm like you're yeah. gonna straight up to his face. This so guy funny. who yeah. thinks that you're his number one, you're gonna tell him no nah, you're making final five. And then like and then Jackson in his conventional after fact. So, yeah, I, 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 I trust her. I think she's just trying to do blah, blah. I'm like, what? Oh. Yeah. At first, Nate's like super sketched out like, well, whoa, I thought me and, it was me and her to the end, to the finals, which, yeah, that's exactly what he should be feeling like. Uh, this is some red flags here. But then it seems like towards the end, he's like, well, I know she's just got to do that to, you know, play like we're not as close together. Yeah, but she can, she nobody else was around she didn't have to pretend that hard it it reminded me of like in the amazon uh where um it was alex bell who came and was talking with rob and uh, he was saying like oh you know because rob's thinking we're we're super tight we're in this like till, till the end and then like alex like well it's at the final seven or four it's just every man for himself and rob's like uh hell no it's gonna be a cold day in hell before i just roll over and let people pass me in this game i want like like final talks i want people wanting to take me to the end not just oh just let it be every man for himself up to a certain point and i feel like nate should have been the same way like uh heck no not like i'm not just settling for final five screw that I want to make it to the end and win this game. So that's how I felt like Nate should have been. And then he was just like, well, I, I trust Ivy that she's got my back. And I was just like, no, man. <laughs> that was so funny. And then she tells him, like, well, nobody wants to take an El Norte person to the end because they don't think they're going to win against them. And... We see Dale's like, yep, I'm not taking no El Norte person to the end because if there's an El Norte person in the finals, they're going to win over anybody else. And I don't necessarily think that's the case. I don't think so either. Not, not, um, not Nate. Anyways, maybe Megan. Maybe. But even then, um, going into... Uh, the merge, right? Didn't um, Toki Doki have the majority? Correct? Yeah. So, by how many numbers? Do you remember? Was it two or three? Three, I think. So, depending on if it's a final two or final three, then Toki Doki, like, still has more jury members or the exact same amount of jury members. Um, maybe even more depending on if you got the right Toki Doki person sent or a uh, right El Norte person sitting there with you. All right. So now we get back to Jackson and his idol or advantage hunt. And so he gets the last clue. He searched for it. He finds it once again. 
He's like, this ain't no tree. This is a statue. What the heck? But you know what? Never mind. You know, go ahead. Cue the heroic music because despite all the odds, I've, you know, I've overcame all of them and I've found the advantage. And this advantage is the advantage menu where he gets to choose where he gets to choose between three different advantages and gets to pick which one he wants three different choose. advantages so josh was as josh said that he was holding up four fingers it was, it was funny <laughs> so we had the vote blocker the vote steal and the extra vote which one would you have chose you know i knew you were going to ask that and i still didn't think about it <laughs> um I thought it was interesting like, that it was uh, an advantage menu because um, I was thinking it was got, well. Last time when we were thinking of what could the advantage be, I said either a vote steal or an extra vote, which I got those two right, but I didn't think of like the vote blocker. So um, yeah, and, I think the extra vote is nice, right? And I think it can be pretty monumental played correctly um i think with that said i feel like the more um ballsy kind of move to do uh and if it works out like the one that makes you look even better is probably the block vote because that means you you guessed correctly or you know warmed your way inside of the other person's um, talking to figure out who they're going to vote for and knew that blocking that would that particular vote was going to be the most beneficial. So I feel like the block a vote, if you can do it right, is the one that um, would leave more impact on people and be like, oh dang, you made a great play. Well, here's something interesting. So the vote blocker says this allows you to prevent one player of your choice to um, have their, or, or this allows you to to prevent one player of your choice from casting a vote at tribal council. You must play this advantage privately and present production this paper with the name of your player who you choose to block block before tribal council. Uh, it is revealed before the votes are cast. The advantage expires at the final six. The vote steal says this advantage allows you to steal the vote of one player of your choice at tribal council. You must play this advantage and publicly present okay. it to Cooper before the votes are cast. Yeah. And the player of your choice will not cast a vote and instead you will vote twice. The extra vote says this allows you to vote twice at tribal council. You must play this advantage publicly and present it to Cooper before the votes are cast. So the vote steal and the extra vote are all played publicly, where the vote blocker has to be played privately and before the tribal council. Yeah, so, but that also doesn't give any everybody enough time to scramble again. So, I, I mean, as lo I feel like as long as everybody knows who actually did it, I still feel like the block is the more, like, uh, you got big balls move. Yeah, well, I feel like I would have went with the vote still because, um, I don't know, I feel like, because then you're blocking somebody's vote, 
I think if you're looking for like the biggest show, telling somebody that they can't block and you're going to vote twice in their stead is the bigger show of it. And if you do it and you do it right, then you look like, oh, the genius. But of course, you know, you're playing this at the final six. That puts a huge target on you. And then you got to survive five, the final five, the final four, and potentially a final three if it's a final two to get there. And you just have a huge target after making a big play like that. Uh, I think the extra steal or the extra vote is just, oh, you get in vote twice. Which I don't know if that has more impact because you just get in the vote. I think the steal of vote, you get to block somebody from voting or you get to steal their vote and you still get to vote twice. Whereas the extra vote, you just, you know, everybody's still voting, you just vote twice. So I feel like that steal a vote has the leg up over that. The block of vote is interesting because I don't know. I, I don't really know the situation in which that could be like explain explain like a situation where blocking someone for voting changes like a huge outcome or something. I think uh, the way it would go down is um First off, I feel like the shock factor of assuming they show it. Um, this is this is me assuming them being like at tribal council. They're like, all right, but before we vote, da 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 person, you can't vote, and that like like blows up uh, a potential uh, blindside in the face of you know whoever. Then they're forced to kind of. Um, switch up their votes at the last second to just a possible weaker player that maybe whoever played it had um, mentioned to them prior, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I could see, like, if Jackson had the block of vote and they're at final six, right, even numbers, that kind of thing. Which, I mean, I think it's more ballsy to play it at odd numbers because then you have like a, a still possible split after the fact. So I don't know. I don't know. I just, I can't come up with a scenario right off the this, top of my head. This but. is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it has to be an even where maybe it's an even split. It's a tie, a split vote. And you're thinking like, Oh, we're going to flush out an idol. It'll be even. It'll be safe. But then whoever it's split upon blocks one of their votes, and then they get the, like if it's a 3-3 three, three tie, and you block one of the other people's vote, and then it's just 2-3, and three, you get the advantage at that point. Yeah, I think it comes down to if Jackson is the one being voted for to be voted out, and like the other person is also somebody um, who's got a good game going. So like if it was Final Six... Or seven, for that matter. Uh, and Dale, Dale is the one getting, or it's Dale uh, or Jackson getting voted out, and Jackson plays the block of vote properly on probably Dale, um, and and Jackson by doing that is able to get Dale out. But I don't know. I mean, because everything's basically the same, right? The but. 
Maybe maybe doing it in public would be the better one, actually. I don't know. So, anyways, now we have Dale with two idols. Jackson has his still a vote advantage. And um, so Megan, she's trying to, she's like, what can I do? And she's like, well, everybody usually has somebody. Nobody says like, oh, Jackson's their person. So she's like, well, maybe I can go and talk to Jackson and get him on my side. And then, so they're doing their confessional and Jackson's like, oh, look, so pretty. And she's like, oh, you talking about yourself, right? And he's like, well, why do you think it's got to be? Why do you think I'm that conceited or something? And she was like, well, you, you always are. You're so cocky all the time. And he was like, well, maybe it's just an act to cover up for some crippling insecurities or something. <laughs> I was like, dang. I mean, maybe, but you still ain't got to be that way. So Jackson basically told her, like, I really can't help you because if I'm uh, I'm stumping too hard for you, that's going to make me look bad to my alliance. But maybe you can throw out Cat as a possible person, and then if that can get enough attraction... Then maybe uh, then I'll I will vote cat. Thinking of people like that, we have Matthew, and everybody's talking about how how does why does Matthew think he's so the like so great and everything. Uh, Nate is like, um, boy, you think people hate me? Well, you should see how people hate Matthew or something. And then uh, Jackson is like, um, you know, he thinks he's so good, but he's not that amazing. And, uh, Shannon, oh my god, Shannon was, like, literally crying tears and, like, Matthew, get over your 11th place ego. I was like, damn, shots fired. Wow. She had to hit below the belt with that one. Uh, your 11th place ego. I have nothing to say about Shannon. <laughs> and then, um, so Matthew says, this is a, an important thing, because Matthew... He really wants to get Jackson out of this game next week. Next week is when he wants to make that move against Jackson. And I think it plays a lot, a huge role into what he does later on. Um, but Matthew, his game plan here is he wants to be the GOAT. He wants to paint him as the person who everybody wants to take to the end because they can beat him. And so he starts listening to all these people who, like, I want, you know, I want Jack pissed at me. I want, you know, Shannon, and oh, I want all these people pissed at me so they think that they can beat me in the end. What do you think of Matthew's GOAT strategy? Um, who, who does he beat? Like, who, who has to be in the final two or three for this strategy to work? <sighs> yeah. I, like who's gonna respect that strategy of like, oh, I made myself the goat. I uh, I made myself terrible. I made I, I purposely made myself terrible. I don't. I think if you try to make that pitch towards the end, who's really gonna buy that? Mm -hmm. I mean, like I could see, like if your end game is just to be the goat, then that's no. Um, but if like it's all right, I'm gonna try and be the goat for just a couple more rounds to until maybe some more threat thre threatening people get voted out or something, and then you're gonna turn on. Okay, maybe you know the same kind of thing with um, what is his name from uh, season thirty nine? 
Um, old buddy Ryder at the end with Tommy. Oh, uh, um, DK Taylor. Yeah, what is his name though? Dean. Dean, like maybe is that if that's what he's trying to go for something like Dean because Dean was definitely a goat and he just managed to turn it on during challenges and find idols a little bit but yeah i feel like if he's just doing this goat thing it's not gonna work out for him he's gonna have to make some moves and have something on his resume because i I think if he's pitching that people are gonna roll their eyes and like oh he made himself a terrible player bullcrap he's just terrible yeah i feel like the route he would go would be like i think matthew estimates himself to to be a better talker than what he is like i think he thinks he could convince them that it was a good strategy but considering, also granted, this is this is uh, was made to look this way, so it could not be as bad as what the episode painted it to be. But um, if everybody really does feel the way that they talked about in their confessionals, then he's got no chance. All right, and so we see. Uh, confessionals from Katie where she's like you know there's people out there that are dragging people who haven't done anything people like Shannon Kat Ivy Nate who haven't done anything I mean she ain't wrong and she is not wrong Shannon and she's pissed off who is this person to say I haven't done anything in this game yeah but what have you done Shannon I think people do see these like, what have they done? I uh, not much. But. <laughs> uh, my, not my eyes. So I mean, besides crying after voting somebody out that you didn't want to leave because you were too much of a scaredy cat to make any kind of move. But then you know, so apparently, because Shannon's like, oh, she told me that, and then I'm like. Katie, why would you say that to Shannon anyways? Like, oh, she's a person who hadn't done anything in this game. Like, that's not a good move either. <laughs> that's about as bad as what Megan did with Dale on saying, like, oh, guess what? I think you're running the show. Like, you don't say that to somebody straight to their face. Yeah. Did they show that conversation happening? They didn't show that, but that's, I mean, apparently, because Shannon was like, you know, she said that, and, you know, who's her? Because she was upset that. Katie was like, why did she say I didn't, like, I'm not even doing anything? I mean, she's not, but I'm, which I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember Katie saying that in the confessional. And also, Katie. But, but it never showed her saying that, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe I'm mis- not remembering right. And then. But apparently, she said something along the lines enough to make her think that. Uh and then Katie also tells her, like, oh, well, I'm close to the guys, which is already, like, no, don't say that because that's already seeming like, oh, well, if you're close with the guys, then you're not with us. And you need to seem like a person who's willing to be able to work with tons of people. That way they'll be wanting to keep you as somebody who's willing that might work with them instead of like, oh, you're with the guys, you're not with one of us, then we had to get rid of you because guess what? Megan's already expressed to me that she wants to work with us. Uh, Nate's worked with us. And, you know, Katie, if you're willing to work with the guys, then you're not with us. It's like, I don't know. I was, so who initiated the conversation? I don't know how that come out really. 
Because uh, I'm just because we never see the actual conversation between yeah. Katie and Shannon. Like, was did Katie go to Shannon saying all this to try and get on her side? Be like, hey, I got these bunch of different resources. Maybe we can make them. But that's not the way Shannon interpreted it. Interpreted it. Because yeah, she was Shannon and Megan were talking about it, and she was like, she had the audacity to say she was working with the guys, and she has them under her thumb. Uh, And then, and Katie, uh, Katie, I I was impressed with because she, I think she really has a good sense of like the the game because she says people are getting nervous because everyone is keeping in all these goats and around and that they're going to get rid of one another before you know getting rid of all these goats god forbid please don't let that happen i don't want to i don't want to get to the end and it's ivy cat and i feel like people should be nervous about stuff like that happening because i feel like i think shannon is positioning herself in a way where it's going to be the girls' alliance, and the, the girls are going to be running the show, and then it's, it's almost in a way Dale and Jackson shot themselves in the foot. But please, I don't want, I don't want boring people. Aww. So Dale, he's dead set. He's like, I want Megan gone, and he tells Shannon. He knows that getting Shannon on board with this is going to be hard. And so he's really trying to push Megan, and she's like, "No, I don't want Megan because Megan's working with us. And if that if we're keeping Megan, that means we're getting, or if it, we're keeping Katie, that means we're getting rid of Megan. And Katie, we know, has already said that she's with you guys. Like you, like. And then this is where Shannon's like, I feel like they're not letting me play this game. Like I'm just supposed to fall in line with Dale and Jackson and just do whatever they say, and I'm not getting a chance to play my game. I just. Like, did it take her that long to realize that's what they were doing? I don't know. I mean, um, hey, listen. Uh, more power to you, Shannon. Hopefully you can actually start making some kind of moves. Because at least then, it wouldn't be entirely full of people who didn't do anything at the end. And then... Um, Megan's strategy, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just use the chaos strategy and just throw out a bunch of names and hopefully stir up enough chaos around that, you know, I'm safe. So she says, she starts throwing out Matt's name. She's throwing out Katie's name. And uh, so Shannon, she's trying to pitch getting rid of Katie. Megan tells Dale that Katie is talking about an all-girls alliance, which throws a lot of doubt into Dale and Jackson like can we really trust Megan because like I feel like we can which I felt like they could Megan wasn't going to deflect from Dale or Jackson I don't think but then Megan or Katie uh, Katie I think because Megan told Dale that you know oh, Katie's been talking about this all girls alliance so she's not as with you as what you would think yeah I don't think Katie would defect either um Dale and Jackson are just a wee bit too paranoid. <laughs> yeah, because they were definitely talking like, can we trust her or not? Yeah. I don't also, know. Also, I'm getting real, real tired of all these split votes that they're trying to do. 
Like, well, stop being bitches. Go all in. Like, Dale, you know where both of the idols are at. Stop being a little well, pussy. And the do thing it. is, I think it's that the El Norte idol still, they don't know where it is. Well, then he needs to be honest with them. Because, good Lord, if they weren't all about splitting the votes, then, you know. Well, he don't know. Then Megan very well could have went home. He, in his mind, he has the Toki Doki Idol and the Merge Idol, and he thinks that the El Norte, El Norte Idol is still out there. I'm just, I'm tired of all the split votes. They're, they're pl- being little pansies, playing around too much. Well, it's, it's a matter of playing it safe in a way. They're trying to. Just I get it. Make I get sure it, but they're also bitches. <laughs> that's, that's the end of the day. That's all. Well, it is. if what if they dumped all their votes on? Um, Katie, and then up, oh, surprise, surprise, Katie has an idol, and then they're gone. When you could yeah, split but, the votes and be who, who, Katie or Megan? Because if they're dumping all their votes on Katie, then Dale and Jackson have nothing to worry about. Well, what if she did have an idol? But Megan? Yeah. If Megan had an idol, then I think probably Jackson would go home. Yeah, and then they're screwed. That's why they're saying hey we gotta split the votes just in case that idol's still out there but no nah, i think was, they're being little bitches wow. like, I, I mean at this point i really don't think that megan can keep a secret so if she had the idol that would be common knowledge at this point i don't know uh i'm, I'm just kind of tired of because uh like it gave matthew and a way to really screw them but because they're all just like yeah we'll just split the votes we'll just split the votes well i think katie was gonna go home either way but um i mean if they would have um just told the other two who voted for katie I can't remember how it happened. I don't know. I'm just I'm just getting to the point where it's just starting to get real tiring. Like, please just stop pussyfooting around and play. So, Tokidoki, they meet up. They're still Tokidoki strong, so they're figuring out, all right, how are we going to do it? Uh, Shannon, Ivy, and Kat, they're going to vote for Megan, or for Megan to stay. They're going to vote for Katie. Dale, Jackson, and Matt are going to vote for um, Megan and have it split up. And then, um, however, after that, they're going to vote for... I think they settled on Katie going because, well, I'll talk about that later. But So Shannon, she's fired up. She said, I'm tired of being someone's puppet. You know, I, you know, I want uh, Megan to stay in this game and that's what's going to happen. And anyway, somehow Matthew heard from the grapevine that Katie threw out his name. And then you know what happens to people who throw out Matthew Israel's name? They go home. And so Matthew was supposed to be voting out Megan's name, but we'll see what he does later on. And Shannon, she's out there. She's going to make a big move. And it's starting now. She's no one's puppet anymore. And so she's going to get her way. She's not going to let these guys tell her how to vote. And um, one hour before tribal council, we see Dale and Jackson. And they're talking with each other. And they're like, 
oh crap, are we really going to vote out Katie? Because I feel like if we save Katie here, she'll definitely be loyal to us. I think she's already loyal to us, but if we can save her at the last minute, it would be so easy for us to go to, um, what is it, Nate and, and Katie and get them on our side and then get the numbers to save Katie and then Megan's gone and then we have somebody loyal that we know is loyal to us in Katie and um, then we can blame it on Matthew because Matthew's already been known to like tell everybody everything and uh, so <laughs> and we see like Shannon was like worried about Matthew spilling the beans to Katie or something uh, but um, but she didn't have to worry about that because he was already after Katie because Katie threw out his name, and that that's not good. Yeah, so whole tokey dokey. Uh, they decided to split the votes, right? Correct. Yes, that was the plan. Yep, it was supposed to be um, Matthew voting for Megan, uh, Shannon voting for Megan, and who else? Ivy. Ivy? Yeah. Alright, where was Kat voting? Yeah, Kat was voting for Megan. Matthew and Ivy were Megan votes. Dale Jackson and Shannon were Katie votes. Okay. So, so for all the talk that, that um, Shannon was doing, uh, even though she didn't vote for Megan... She still went right along with the plan and was only able to get Katie out on a whim from Matthew changing his vote. Well, I think the vote was was to oh force the tie and then on the revote get Katie out because and um, they they were always going to get rid of Katie. So Shannon won out on this thing because in Dale's confessional when he was voting he said you know i'm sorry katie i wanted to work with you but my relationship with shannon is more important to me for my game right now so i have to kind of preserve that relationship with shannon by getting rid of katie okay. so they okay. were going to vote okay. out katie regardless which sorry. i think was the wrong move for dale and jackson i felt like they should not have done that because Megan's going to be way more loyal to Shannon and them than they are going to be with, like, why would you get rid of Katie who's loyal to you? And I'm like, sure, it's going to piss off Shannon because Shannon's going to be like, well, you're just getting your way again. But now why the women's so got the advantage and they're just going to roll over Dylan Jackson. So why are they going again, right? Things aren't always as it seems as far as uh, previews for the next episode goes, but if that's the case, then why is anybody going to get mad at Matthew in the next episode about him not voting Megan like he was supposed to and just vote straight Katie? Like, if their plan was just to vote Katie out anyways. Because if... Because you have to have... You, ha you want to have people who you can trust... If you say you're going to vote for um, Megan, you damn well sure better vote for Megan. Because if you don't, that shows you to be super shady. Even though it wasn't going to make a difference, Katie was going to go home anyways. It's still super shady that Matt didn't vote the way that he said he was going to vote. It's whatever. I mean, 
all he did was save you time from having to revote. <laughs> that wouldn't get you out. If someone told you, hey, I'm going to vote this I way, would, and then they don't. Uh, I would get tired of all the friggin' split votes. I would probably do it myself just to avoid a split vote. I don't understand this whole I, split vote. I am tired of it, vote. dude. Yeah. I am just tired of it. Like, I get splitting the vote, you know, 4-3 or something like that, just in case an idol gets played on the person with four votes or something. Um, but just to split it right down the middle every time, I just, like, you're scared. That's all it is. And I'm not, ah. I'm just, I'm tired of people being scared to play. I feel like they're playing it safe. Yeah, yeah. They're like, playing it safe because yeah. if somebody plays an idol, guess what? Uh, You're screwed. Safe and scared because they're scared of an idol. Well, they don't have to worry about getting voted out that way. Uh, yeah, but Dale's got two idols he can play. There ain't no reason for him to be such a bitch. Well, they don't take one idol and then, bam, you're blindsided. And you get blindsided with two idols in your pocket and you go home. Uh, if you play it right, if he's such a good player like he esteems himself to be, then he should be able to know when to play them. I'm just, uh, so, I'm, you're, you're not going to change my mind. What do you think about Matthew switching his vote? Because I think it was stupid. Katie was going to go home anyway. They done decided it. Why switch your vote and then just cause people to lose trust in you? That's it was stupid to me. Uh, whatever. Uh, whatever? It's whatever. You know. He could have just... Went along with the the, the plan. It's Katie, not, who he necessary. wanted to go out. It's not even necessary. Well, th- here's his thinking and behind it. Is he's thinking, oh, if I switch my vote, it shows uh, uh, some al- uh, allegiance to Megan. She'll be loyal to me, which I don't think that's the case. Just because you switch your vote and voted out Katie doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, guess what? If I'm Megan thinking like, oh, well, he didn't vote for me. That's... That shows that he's yeah, not, wanting to work with me. Unless, and I don't he think, could, unless he communicated that to her like beforehand. Yes, yeah, I don't think. think that's the case. And then, um, and and he he did he does this because he wants to gather numbers up to go after Jackson next week. And I, I think all he did was just paint a target on his back. As, as far as this game's going, it's the worst case scenario. For me, anyways. Tokidoki's just good. They had the numbers at the merge, and they're just going pow, 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 shooting. El Norte's just sitting ducks, in my mind. It's been um, so boring. I wanted some, some something to change. I mean, they finally didn't do a split vote. It was great. <laughs> yeah, but Tokidoki, they're still a day of tribal council, meeting up, deciding what happens, and it happens. And I wanted something like shocking to change instead of just I mean, you L- got, you just Tokidoki banding together. And you, I mean, it's pretty much going to be Megan or Nate next time. No, and then you, you got shocking. Freaking um, Matthew didn't vote like they wanted him to. Yeah. And so now but, he can. I mean, he can at least try to align himself with Megan and with Shannon and with... Um, but I feel like he did that for no reason. Probably probably Ivy and Nate to get rid of Jackson. So I, you think Matthew's plan is going to work? I think there's a possibility that it could work. I don't think it's just um, out and out going to be um, Matthew going home next week just because he changed his vote or 
it's for sure going to be Nate or Megan next week. I just feel like he didn't have to change his vote to go after Jackson next week. I feel like Megan was going to stay. Katie was going to go. You can talk to Megan and be like, hey, we're going to, I don't think it's going to be too hard to convince Megan to go after Jackson after all the crap he's done to her. So, I mean, sure, you don't necessarily have to, but it's, there's probably still something to be said about, like, hey, they told me to vote for you, but I wanted Katie out, and I wanted to work with you, so I so, intentionally went against what they told me to do. So do you think the the benefit of gaining trust with Megan outweighs the con of losing trust in all the other Toki Doki people? Think, I, don't, I think as long as he can pull in Shannon, who apparently is tired of listening to Jackson and Dale, then... I don't think he's lost everybody else's trust. Yeah, so now I, I, I feel I, like the, the women's alliance is going to run the game is what I think. I think because, you know, you got that tight block of Ivy, Shannon, and um, Kat voting together. They got Megan on their side now, more than likely. I mean, it's not just out and out going to work, though. There's if the, Dale's smart and knows how to play his idols, he can make it work where that, it's not. Yeah, that's the only thing that can shake things up and send one of them home. But they have the numbers at and this point, which Jack, is why Jackson's, I was thinking, why would you get rid of one of your numbers, well, Dale and Jackson, by getting rid of Katie? Well, Jackson also has that advantage. So he still technically has the one number that he got rid of. It's like, why are you so... Like, you should have seen like why is shannon so adamant on getting rid of well they, they know why she was so adamant of getting rid of katie because katie done said to her that she was more loyal to the guys than her but if that's the case then why get rid of katie i don't know but i feel like shannon did what she needed to do and she kept somebody that's more loyal to her in the game she's got another person she got megan now she's got ivy and she's, she set herself up pretty good for the end game. But, like he said, Dell's got the two idols. Jason's got that thing that could stir up something. Will it? We'll see. We will. All right. Is there anything else? I don't think so. All right. So, um, I guess that is it. For this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Analyst Podcast. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll come together next week to talk about the next episode of Survivor Michigan Wolverine Wars. And until then, we will see you guys next time. Bye.